We love baseball. We love family. What could be better than combining the two? Play ball! Welcome to the Baseball Family Podcast, presented by Baseballism, a production of that cast. And now, host Troy and Danae Silva. The Baseball Family Podcast is back, and we got a great episode, I think an important episode for um, parents, coaches, players, organizations, teams, and it has to deal with um, an incident that's happened this week in the big leagues, Danae. Yes. You probably didn't see it, but do you know? I didn't. You don't even know what we're talking about I yet. don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> do you know who the San Diego Padres are? I do. Are they? JJ's favorite team. So JJ's favorite team. Fernando Tatis. Do you know who Fernando Tatis is? Troy. Troy. So well, you better because that's your son's favorite player as well as every other young kid in America. So there was an incident in the dugout. It was, I don't know how many days ago um, it was, but it was a few days back where Something happened. Fernando Tatis got out. I don't know. It was all over social media, Twitter, stuff like that. And he was pouting or something and, you know, making a big deal out of it. And one of his teammates, Manny Machado, ironically, uh, kind of got into him and was yelling at him saying, it's not about you. It's about the team. Get over yourself type of stuff like that. A lot of bad words going on, which happens in big league dugouts. It is what it is. But I thought it was great. Um, it was a great insight from like a parental slash coaching perspective of kind of what goes on inside the team realm sometimes where you don't see it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a great topic to discuss as far as making things not about you individually, because it's easy to do that in our culture these days. And also understanding that conflict will happen in all sports, not just baseball, but how to handle conflict properly and what the ultimate big picture is all about. So he The ironic part, I don't know if you know who Manny Machado is, but Manny Machado was basically, when he was younger, super arrogant and cocky and lazy and wouldn't hustle and do some things. So the ironic part is you have this guy that used to do this stuff. I don't even know if he still does. I don't watch the Padres, but um, now calling out a younger kid of doing the same thing to rise up and so you've kind of attitude. Yeah, he's he's kind of matured, I guess, as as a ball player and a person and. Um, the first thing I thought of once people were talking about it was why is he calling people out? He's like the worst at, you know, hustling and yeah. having a bad attitude. And then after listening to their, they did a post game interview about it, um, about why he did it and what, why he did it. And he understands he recognized his own personal. So they put it all over TV for everybody uh, to see. Everything's always yeah. all over TV. But the cool part is they did an interview afterwards together and you could tell it was a little fake. And the two of them. Yeah. You can tell they were saying the right things, the cliche things just to say, just to make sure that the, it's all about the team and it's not about, yeah. you know, that. But the, what I was trying to say is the cool part was the the Manny Machado part was basically saying, I did this stuff. I went through this. I understand what you're going through and it's not right. He recognized that how he used to do things wasn't right and that he wants to actually give that information and pass that information along to the, the younger generation, yeah. which is in my opinion, pretty cool, but also ironic at the same time because he was that guy. But anyway, um, so have but that you ever, guy was able to tell him because he's been through it. Yes. And relate to him. Yes. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about the the two things. It's not about you and the conflict part of baseball or any sport for that's for that part. Um, let's talk about the the conflict part first. Have you ever seen a scenario or been in a scenario where there was conflict? Meaning maybe it's conflict between you know a parent and a coach a coach and a player a player and a player 
Yep. I mean, you see conflict all the time with parents yelling at umpires and stuff like that, but yeah. like, tr- like true conflict. And what, what normally is that conflict about? It's usually about what just disagreements, right? Yeah. So you disagree with whatever. And then how typically is that handled in those situations? Do you how, even notice it? Do I notice how it's handled? Yeah. I don't even know if it's handled. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's not handled. Right. But a, a lot of the, the how to handle it part is dictated by the situation, the environment you're in and who's dealing with who. So if you see conflict between players at a, let's say a high school age or a college age, usually those players are going to handle it themselves, get over it. You might have a coach step in and say, Hey, let's, let's figure this out. Whatever. Um, if you have a conflict between maybe a coach and a player, what do they do? They usually talk face to face about it and say, Hey, I need to put you here because of this. Or the player will say, Hey, I want to play more here or right. why is this or whatever. And they, they handle it that way. A uh, conflict between a parent and a coach is pretty funny, but normally it goes through maybe an email or blasting somebody on social media or something like that right there's just some sort of conflict there with my kids not playing right. or or why isn't he doing this or, or like questioning i guess the coach's opinions or the coach's thoughts on different things but there's there's conflict in everything and i wanted to talk about this because the way we handle it as people is going to play a big part in whatever situation and scenario you are in currently so if you're high school college pro ball youth ball, travel ball, whatever you want to call it, we have to be able to handle conflict like adults and be examples to the kids because yeah. ultimately what it comes down to is everything that we do serves as a purpose to teach these kids how to handle this stuff as they grow up because kids, no matter what team they play on, there's always going to be kids on the team that they don't like or they don't get along with. No no great team ever has all you know, 12, 15 players that are just best friends. It's just not how it works. There's always... I've you know, all through my career, there was always one or two guys on the team. I just didn't really like, but you were cordial with them and you made it work yeah. because you understood that it, it wasn't about you. It's about the team. And you're going to, you're going to basically be in this together for the same purpose and the same cause, which is to win, usually win championships or whatever. So that whole, that whole process of the conflict piece, um, we have to make sure that as adults, we are handling it correctly. And quite honestly, I guess that's the reason why I want to talk about this is we see a lot of it handled improperly. You, you see arguments in the stands, you see people acting a fool, you see parents approaching coaches right before a game about why aren't they doing this? Why isn't my son catching? Why isn't he pitching? Why isn't he this? Why isn't he that? And then you see arguments after Why'd you a game. Why'd put him in the outfield? Exactly. He's why always is, infield. Why yeah. is this? Why is that? And I think that it, I think there's two things that have to happen. Number one, we have to handle it as adults and at the right time. And the second thing is we just have to, if I can be brutally honest, just chill and just enjoy watching your kid play sometimes. Mm-hmm. We have to like sit back and just say, hey, my son's healthy. He's playing. He loves the game. Because most of the time, those those problems with parents, if you ask the kid, their kids doesn't have a problem whatsoever. Not once, usually. Is if it they like, do, then talk then, with the coach. You bring it up and talk to the coach. Yeah. But it's usually a parental problem is, is what it is. So my my point of bringing this up is the conflict stuff is going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. It's it's, it's not going to go away. There's not going to be a situation where you're going to be perfect and everything's great. Yeah. And, and especially with today and social media, everybody's got an opinion and everybody's got to be, you know, tolerant of this and respect other people's that and whatever. But I think a lot of the times that I think conflict is is brought about by just stupid stuff, yeah. just ridiculous stuff, like really ridiculous stuff that you're just trying to 
complain just to complain. So when it goes like that with both, you know, coaches as well and parents and players, it's like you're, you have a problem with something that doesn't need to be a problem. Yeah. So, um, I think handling conflict is the most important thing that we have to do and understand that, that we are the example and we have to be an example for the kids because if we're teaching our kids to make excuses when there's conflict or, you know, if there is a problem and you always got to go talk to the coach about every little tiny thing, or even if the kid has a problem with where they're pos- positioned and playing and they can't be content with playing a specific position, knowing that the coach has them there for a specific reason, because the coach thinks that they're going to help them in that specific spot at that specific time. Type right. Of thing. And, and, and if just, you have that issue to go c- talk to the coach about it, if you don't agree with it, then move your little self on. Exactly. And I if mean, you can't, I don't know if you can't do that, or learn to be content. Right. If you can't do that, you're going to struggle and you're always going to have a problem with whatever you go. True. That's why there's so much turnaround. It's even more and more prevalent these days, even in college baseball, where there's so much turnaround with kids transferring and going different places. Yeah, there's COVID and stuff, but a lot of that is just things don't go their way. So they're taught that just run a different direction. Yeah. They can't, they can't battle through through adversity and fight through it and learn how to, you know, be a good teammate and and resolve that conflict and figure it out. Everything kind of needs to be handed to them or else I'm just going to go do whatever. That's why if you go watch travel ball it's like all the same kids keep playing but they're all on different teams the next year it's crazy Um, the second part though is i think that kind of relates to this is if you have the attitude of it's not about you and manny machado kept screaming this at him it's it's not about you and he actually said something that was really cool that i heard he says everyone knows you're the best player in the mlb it's not about you be a great teammate let's go and he was yelling at him like it's not about you and it's just such a great reminder that there's times where you, I'm sure someone has spoken into his life 100%. from where he's at right now, which is pretty cool because he was that guy yeah. that was doing it. But for all of us, forget who was saying it or who he's saying it to for all of us is a great reminder for a parent, for a coach, for kids. Like it's not about you. There's something bigger involved than what you're doing yeah. for the coach. It's not about you. You don't have to be out there, you know, thinking that you're this and yelling at umpires. Same thing with umpires. Umpires is not about you either. No one's there to watch the umpire umpire. They're watching, they're watching kids, right? Parents, it's not about you. Players, it's not about you. It's about the team. It's about learning how to develop these team building skills in that environment in the baseball. So I think it's a great reminder for all of us. I have to check myself too. Sometimes it's not about me. I'm not trying to do this right here. It's about these kids. I'm trying to influence kids and be an example for God for them. And, and that helps to recognize what the true purpose and intent is. So if we can put those things together in the handling conflict part and just remember, remember to have those words in your head. It's not about you. If your son's playing center field, so what? It's not about you. He's enjoying the game. He's playing the game. He's with his friends. He's playing like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. My son didn't pitch this weekend. So what? It's not about him. It's about the team. Like if we have that attitude as a group, you're going to teach your kid to be able to handle adversity and different things as they grow up because things are going to not be perfect as they get into high school and college and stuff like that. Right. And you're also teaching your brain and yourself to be able to not complain about stupid stuff. In my opinion, if you have it, Oh, it's not that big of a deal versus let's make it a big deal. Cause you have those two options. You can say, Oh, my son's batting in the nine hole. Let's make it a big deal. Or is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. No one cares. What is he going to do in that spot to help the team? So I think the, the cool part about that whole situation is uh, Manny Machado was calling him out, which is ironic, but Tatis was like, you know what? He was like, you're right. And then I I think a lot of it too, this is the final part that I want to talk about is the whole, I don't want to call it pride or embarrassment. I I think a lot of times the, the bad body language happens and the pouting happens and the whole selfishness happens because you, 
you feel like you let the team down. Yeah. Right. So there is that aspect of it and you, it kind of show that you care, but you also got to understand that you have to get back into what's really happening. And that's the next play, the next inning, the next game, whatever it is, and really focus on the team, which is a hard, hard thing to do in our culture. Everything in our culture basically promotes selfishness. Look at my kids stats. Look at this perfect game showcase. Look at this, look at that. It's all about my individual, this, 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 and this. And we have to make sure as a group and parents that we're collectively trying to teach our kids that it's about the team and it's about the team all building. Of us together. And it's about everybody together at the same time, which is a hard thing to do these days and swallow. So I just thought it was a great topic to Good talk stuff. about. And I know you you kind of were surprised that we were even gonna talk about this. That's why you didn't say very much, but you should yeah. go watch it. Good stuff. Thanks to Mr. Stevens to Pastor Stevens, because he brought it up that says we should yeah. do a podcast on this. So shout out to him. Um, but I, th- I thought it was a great, great reminder for all of us, parents, coaches, even umpires, all players. It's not about you unless handle conflict in an adult manner in a positive way. Amen. Amen. Good God, job, bless. God bless. Make sure you subscribe to the Baseball Family Podcast and give it a rating so others can find it too. If you have a passion for the game, go to baseballism.com to feed it and learn more about our presenting sponsor. This podcast is a production of That Cast. If you liked it, find more great content at thatcast.com.